Welcome to this final episode for the week of Come Follow Me, Disciples' Journey. This episode, we will discuss section 17 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So as previously noted in the uh, introductory and overview episode this week, uh, Oliver Cowdery, Martin Harris, and David Whitmer kind of all had the same impression that they were to be witnesses of the plates and of the Book of Mormon. And so they went to Joseph and said, said so, said they've had this feeling and said, we asked the Lord um, what he has in store and, is it, and if this is the case and if we can be these witnesses. And what followed was section 17 of the Doctrine and Covenants. Section 17 is only nine verses, but essentially the Lord says, uh, first I say unto you that you must rely upon my word. That's the first thing he says. So he gives some direction at the beginning. Rely upon the Lord, uh, on his word. And if you do, then you will have a view of the plates and of the breastplate and the sword of Laban. But it's not, it wasn't going to come free and easy. It wasn't going to, they had to do something first. So he does tell them that by faith, the three witnesses would see the plates and other uh, items. And then Christ testifies of the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon. The Lord says, and he has translated the book, even that part which, part which I have commanded him. And as your Lord, your God liveth, it is true. Uh, I and I, Jesus Christ, Lord, and your God, have spoken it unto you that I might bring about my righteous purposes unto the children of men. So pretty powerful section where the Lord testifies of the truthfulness of the work. But then he does answer their question and say, yes, if you believe and trust and uh, rely upon my word and have faith, you will uh be witnesses to the plates and to these other items. Um, it was not many days, by the, this is from the words of Joseph Smith, not many days after the above commandment, section 17. Um, Martin Harris, David Whitmer, and Oliver Cowdery and myself agreed to retire to the woods. So they all agreed that they were going to go to the woods and pray uh, to have this revealed to them. And what happened was, this they are, they're out there they're praying out loud vocally they'd all agreed to previously how they were going to do it they're going to go in a certain order they were all going to pray together out loud and they each would go and pray and nothing happens and so then they go through it again and nothing happens and martin harris says i think it's because i'm here and i don't think that i'm i'm prepared basically he basically says it's my fault so he gets up and goes a ways off and joseph and uh, oliver and david whitmer continue and as they're praying um this is what happened. When presently we beheld a light above us in the air, exceedingly bright, and behold, an angel stood before us. In his hands he held the plates which we had uh, been praying for. These to have been in view. Uh, we'd been praying for these to have been in our view. He turned the over the leaves one by one so that we could see them and discern the engravings thereon distinctly. He then addressed himself to David Whitmer and said, David, blessed is the Lord and he that keeps his commandments. When immediately afterwards we heard a voice from out of the bright light above us saying, these plates have been revealed by the power of God and they have been translated by the power of God and have the translation of them which you have seen is correct and I command you to bear record of what you now see and hear. Uh, Joe Smith uh, got up and left and to go find Martin, and he wanted to share this with him. And so he says, I now left David and Oliver and went in pursuit of Martin, who I found a considerable distance off, fervently engaged in prayer. He soon told me, however, that he had not had yet prevailed with the Lord and earnestly requested me to join him in prayer. 
that he might also realize the same blessings which we had just received. We accordingly joined in prayer and ultimately obtained our desires for behold or for before we had yet finished, the same vision was open to our view. At least it was again open to my to me. And I once more beheld and heard the same things, whilst at the same moment Martin cried out, and apparently in an ecstasy of joy. So this is what Martin yelled, he shouted, he said, "'Tis enough, tis enough, my eyes have, have beheld, mine eyes have beheld. And jumping up, he shouted, Hosanna, blessed, uh, blessing God, and otherwise rejoicing exceedingly. And so the Lord fulfilled his promise, and all three were witnesses to the plates, and uh, beheld an angel, and heard the voice speaking to them. Um... So, one thing I wanted also, a story that I wanted to share, because to this point, Joseph was really the only witness of the plates and of the of the entire work, right? Others he was able to share with, uh, they sat, They maybe some of them had caught glimpses of the plates when it had become uncovered. Um, some, of, some people had felt them and held them while being covered, but he was really the only one that, you know, had, had seen the plates in this, in this type of way. Obviously, Oliver had seen John the Baptist at this point too, but Joseph, throughout this process, had felt had felt a burden, and we know that because of what happened next. After this experience, he shared with his mom, and so this comes from uh, Lucy Mac Smith. She said, "When they returned to the house, it was between three and four o'clock. Mrs. Whitmer, Mrs. Smith, Mr. Smith, and myself were sitting in a bedroom at the time. On coming in, Joseph threw himself down beside me and exclaimed." Father, mother, you do not know how happy I am. The Lord has now caused the plates to be shown to three more besides myself. They have seen an angel who has testified to them, and they will have to bear witness of the truth of what I have said. For now they know for themselves that I I do not go about to deceive the people. And I feel as if I was relieved of a burden which was almost too heavy for me to bear, and it rejoices my soul that I am not any longer to be entirely alone in the world. Joseph had felt this just sadness and weight of being of feeling alone in 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 the world and doing this and now he was no longer alone um and i wanted to share that because if joseph who had received these miracles seen god and the father and jesus christ had seen angels multiple times had received miracles and blessings of the you know miraculous appearances, as it were, of Oliver to come and help him, of Martin Harris's gifts of, of money and uh, the Knight family's gifts and the Whitmers showing up at the right time to, to preserve the work and preserve him. He'd been a witness to all of these things in his life, and not to say he didn't see and witness them and was not grateful for them. I'm not, I'm not hinting that at all, but what, I'm, what I am saying is these are the things he had experienced, and yet he felt this loneliness and this in the, in the work and this weight. And my point in saying this is that in your life, if you feel alone, if you feel sad, um, hold on. The Lord will deliver you. The Lord will send help. Uh, in my life, I've found myself sometimes when I feel sad and down and depressed like that, when the when when the weight of you know my responsibilities with my family and calling and work just seem too much, I find myself then you know listening maybe to Satan's voice a little too much and feeling 
like, oh, you're ungrateful. You've you've got so many blessings and you've got all these things and all the Lord has done all these things for you. You're, you're just ungrateful. You don't deserve any more blessings because you're too ungrateful. And that's the way that, this, this, that Satan wants you to think. That's the way Satan wants me to think. Joseph Smith was not an ungrateful person. I don't think that's something we could we could attribute to him. But he was mortal. And he felt the weight of the work. And he felt alone. And it was okay because those are normal mortality things. But he continued on. He pressed on. He pressed forward. And the Lord, as he always does and always will do for us, delivered him from that. He sent him help and aid. He sent him three men who, under covenant and oath to the Lord, would then have to testify of what they saw. He was no longer going to be alone in testifying of the plates and testifying of the angels. He had help. And so if you feel alone, just hold on. The Lord will send help. Um, just make note here. I'm not going to read them, but it is interesting. As I was studying this week, I came across... Essentially, uh, the last and dying words of Oliver Cowdery, David Whitmer, and Martin Harris were to testify that they had seen an angel and they had seen the plates. Oliver and uh, Martin both died having been rebaptized after leaving the church. David uh, Whitmer had left the church and never came back, but his dying words essentially literally on his deathbed were to testify that what he had seen and what he had said he had seen actually happened and was true and so despite their flaws and despite you know David Whitmer's never coming back into full fellowship in the church these three men did at least keep that oath and that covenant they had made to stand as witnesses and to bear that burden with Joseph uh, good luck in your studies this week. There's lots of other great resources that, uh, this for this week's um, episodes and uh, chapters, I should say. Uh, Saints, uh, Institute Manual, some really great quotes and just stories. Uh, I've tried to share some, as, as always, hope, in hopes that you will have a desire to dive in and um, that this sparks something inside of you and for you and your studies this week. Best of luck, and we will talk next week.